Hello and welcome. I don't know about you, but I love to talk and talk I must with everybody, anybody, anywhere. Have you really stopped to talk? And I mean really talk with your family and friends. Do you know what their dreams are? Do you know what they are up to these days? Well, I'm chatting with my friends and people from all walks of life to discover what makes them tick. Join me as I uncover some truths and some stories. I'm Hira and you're listening to Crossleg with Hira Mehta. I'm talking to Rafaela Tanner who is a painter, a choreographer, a dancer who loves Bollywood and is actually running Bollywood dance classes in her country. Uh, Rafaela, I'm really happy to connect to you. So I want you to tell me a little about yourself and where you're from. Okay, so my name is Rafaela. I'm coming from Switzerland. I live in the city of Geneva, which is the French city in Switzerland. Because even though Switzerland is a very small country, we have three languages and three different parts. One is French, one is German, and one is Italian. I live in the French part, so I speak French. It's evident that you're a Bollywood fan. And you know, how did this journey of teaching dance begin? Well, I, I'm dancing since a very long time. I think I started, I was around five years old. So I've always been dancing. So I first started with classical dance, which we call ballet, ballet classic. You know, it's uh, like a academic dance. So I did it for a very long time when I was a kid and a teenager. And then I changed completely the style and I studied hip hop dance. So that's why I went to USA, New York City, Los Angeles to learn about hip hop culture, which was quite interesting also at that time. And then I did also some contemporary dance. So anyway, I was uh, very interested in dance through all of my life. But when I first came in, in India, I went to see a movie in a theater here in Mumbai. <laughs> And uh, it was almost like a big shock, you know, to see on the screen all those dancers, all those beautiful uh, dance, the sets, the costumes, the, well, everything was like a dream. Of course, today, Bollywood scene is a bit different, I have to say, but at that time means maybe uh, 20 years back, it was absolutely uh, fantastic, I have to say. So I really felt in love with, with that culture. And I decided, uh, as I had my own uh, dance academy uh, with my husband, um, we decided to open Bollywood dance classes. So I first started in my city, in Geneva, in 2005 to teach Bollywood dance. 2005, you started teaching Bollywood dancing? That's way back. So, uh, I mean, if I were to ask you, yeah, so what was the movie that uh, enthralled you so much that you went into, do you remember the name of the movie? Or at least who was in well, the movie? I'm very sorry, but honestly, I forgot. It's, it's too, too long ago, but I was fascinated with the dance part, especially because, of course, sometimes scenario and all are quite uh, not as strong as you do dance and music, item songs and all this. So I decided to come again and again and again. And every year I have been in Mumbai now for so many years. So I was very lucky because I met many 
producers, many dance choreographers, many celebrities, many dancers. So I'm very happy. <laughs> so that's lovely to hear, you know. And uh, you know, tell me a little about the students. I mean, what kind of children come to learn Bollywood from you over there? And what kind of songs do you pick up? I mean, how do you choose the songs to teach them? Okay, so in Geneva, it's an international city. So we have a lot of different communities there. We we do have also Indian communities, but we have uh, like Portuguese, Italian, Brazilian people, people from all over the world. So when I first started the uh, dance, uh, I was not sure people will pick up and will be happy about those classes. But finally, it was like a huge success. They really enjoyed this uh, different form of dance, which is quite free. You know, um, Bollywood, uh, you don't need to have like basic, uh, like uh, classical dance or ballet. You can just go into it and enjoy. And to answer your question about the songs, well, at the beginning it was a bit difficult, of course, because it's not my language. So I was trying to understand because when you work on a song you have to understand so i was working on the text and the lyrics i was trying to understand hindi which i learned a little bit so i wanted to give as much as i can to my students so they can feel the spirit the bollywood spirit that's lovely so what is your academy called so it used to be called dancing time studio but today it's Bollywood Dance Geneva. Whoa. <laughs> so the Bollywood world has got attached to you forever now. I can see that. And you know, I've seen your videos on Instagram and I think everybody should watch them. You dance beautifully to our songs and it makes us feel very happy when somebody, you know, picks up uh, our uh, you know our culture our dance and starts, uh, you know, performing on them. It's it, it makes us feel good. So thank you for that. And um, thanks to you, I don't know even how to thank you because you know, India for me it's not only about Bollywood. It's you know I just spent one month here. I'm leaving in a few days, and uh, it's like my heart's gonna crash again because when I leave India, it's like I leave my home. <laughs> so you come every year, I know. But what attracts you here to my to my country, and what are the places that you love to visit every time you come here? Because you must be planning it. But this time I'm going to India. This is what I'm going to do. So do you plan right. or? Well, of course, India is huge. <laughs> so this time my, my journey was a bit different. I first started with Kerala, which was absolutely amazing. And then I was very lucky because my good friend, uh, Surjit, uh, bring me in Punjab. So... I had the opportunity to go to a wonderful wedding there, so it was fabulous for me. And then we went to Amritsa to see the Golden Temple. We went to Vishnu Devi. Well, you know, I'm interested also into spirituality. You have this very strongly in India, so I give a huge respect for this. Because unfortunately, in my country, people are not so spiritual. So. Also, that's why um, I'm very attracted to your land because of the spirituality, also because of the culture, because everywhere you have music, you have celebration, you have dance. And um, 
Well, everything for me is like just perfect, you know. Weather is perfect. Food, of course, is just <laughs> crazy food you have everywhere in India. And people, you know, you have such a big heart, big hospitality. So for me, it's like lessons of life. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, so okay. So, if if I were to ask you, do uh, some memorable incidents or over the years you've been coming to India? So, what uh, to Mumbai also? So, have there been many? Have there been some incidents or some, uh, you know, uh, things that happened which have will always remain with you? You know, maybe meeting somebody, or you know, uh, I believe you even did a, uh, a Bollywood dance class. With, I mean, you did a uh, dance class with Terence Lewis's uh, group, right? Right. So yeah, yeah. So tell me, tell me about th- those uh, memories of yours. Well, memories. I have like thousands of memories about India. I always explain to my friends. I think the biggest emotions I have in life. So it can be. Happy emotion or sad emotions, whatever. I think the biggest emotion I had in life, I don't know why, but it happened here in your country. But I also feel it's my country. It's difficult to believe, I know. But now, you know, 30 years I'm coming here, so it's quite strong. And uh, also two of my kids are from India. So, because I have adopted them in uh, in Mumbai, in Dilipali, you know, in Missionary of Mother Teresa. So, I have a lot of very strong links. And also for my mom, because my mom, she was a air hostess on Air India. So, she used to fly from Geneva to Mumbai with Air India Airlines. So, you see, there is a very long and affective story. So, this is why it brings me here. But so you uh, adopted yes. two children. Tell me about uh, tell me about the uh, about your children. I mean, this is fascinating, well, you know. I'm really touched <laughs> hearing this, you know. Yeah. Well, I have four kids. I have two big boys. Uh, one is uh, uh, 32. One is 29. And I have adopted two girls from Mumbai. One is now 23 years old, and the last one is 19. Amazing. Hats off to you, Rafiala, and God bless you for uh, giving Thank a beautiful you. life to the two girls. And I wish them all the best. And have they got Indian names or have they got uh, uh, well, names? Um, one, her name is Vina, so it's an Indian name, Vina, V-E-E-N-A. Vina. Wow. And the and second the one is Victoria, Victoria. Okay, yeah. so it's yeah. it's a victory for you, I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So right. you're a painter too, right? What kind of paintings do you do? Well, my dad and my mom, they are also painters. So my mom, she used to do oil painting. And my dad is doing uh, aquarelle. It's, okay. it's used with water, you know? Yes, so, acrylic paints, yes. Yes, so myself, I'm doing oil on canvas, and I'm also painting on porcelain. Yeah, porcelain painting is, of course, very therapeutic also, but it requires, you know, the the baking and all that, so not many people choose to do porcelain painting, right? Because you will need an right. oven to bake it and so on and so forth, right? 
But you know, for me, the important thing is to live through art. So it can be dancing, painting, or music. So that's why also I have a project for India. My wish is to open like a structure for pure, poor communities and to offer them uh, free, uh, free of cost, of course, uh, painting, dancing, or music classes. Because I think in your country, uh, many people cannot afford, you know, to pay the fees, school fees and all. So this is one of my ideas since a long, long time. And I think now it's the time for me to start with this project. So will it be in Mumbai or will it be in some other part of our country, of my country? Well, of course, Mumbai, I think it's my favorite city. <laughs> Unless it's quite crazy city, I still love it. But I think I will go in a part uh, where there are more opportunities because Mumbai is already full of so many things and fantastic things. But I was thinking about Kerala because I was there for 10 days and uh, I think there are a lot of options over there to, to develop such a concept. And also it's I beautiful. Oh yes, it's very beautiful and I wish you all the best and I hope that you, uh, your dream of opening this happens very soon. So, if I, were to so ask you, if I were to ask you, Rafaela, is there a social cause that you're passionate about? Mm, social cause? Well, of course, I have many. Uh, many. Uh, my, my priority was, of course, about kids. So, when I first uh, came in India, I was... Uh, taking care of the kids from St. Joseph's Church in Juhu. So that was my first action for like five or six years, I guess. And then I met a young, young lady, she was deaf. And this lady, she bring me into another school. The name of the school is Kuti School. You might know this school. It's a specialized school in Juhu for deaf kids. So then I, I went there and I, I have been supporting this school for about 10 years. Hats off to you. I mean, uh, you know, it, you're like a little onion, a friend of mine, uh, as my friend would say, uh, it's an onion and you're, every layer that, you're op that I'm opening up is, is just telling me how beautiful you are here in the heart, you know. I, I mean, really fabulous. Well, so tell me. I don't know. <laughs> We are, I no, think no, we all try to do something nice in life, you know. But today also I have a lot of emotions. I'm quite emotional, I have to say. But today I asked my friend Surjit, I want to go and dance for old people. Because I'm also very attached to those people. And she said, okay, let's go. So we went to that place and I danced with the old lady. She was so cute, so small, but she was so happy. You have no idea. And then one man came to me. May I dance with you? I say, of course, with a lot of pleasure. So he put a old, very old song and we danced together. So for me, you know, it's like just a gift. I was so happy. You have no idea. <laughs> yeah. The next time, you know, when you come, uh, me and Sujit will take you to a dementia home. Uh, where uh, there are, uh, I mean, because this time you don't have time. But I'd love to introduce you to my friend who works for dementia and Alzheimer's. And that's one of the causes that I oh, support yeah, yeah, yeah. along with oh, child okay. education. 
You know, so, it's funny yeah. because I, I was uh, taking care of an old lady. She had uh, Alzheimer's. So I'm quite familiar with this uh, disease. Good. Yeah, so you have everywhere. But just you have to be regular and uh, true in what you are doing. This is the important thing. Yes, absolutely. I agree with you. So if, you, if I were to ask you, you're, we both are women. And how important, according to you, is it for women to be independent? and to do little, little things that they love along with the responsibilities? That's a very good uh, question you asked. Uh, first, of course, we always have this idea Indian women, they are not independent, they just look like, live through the husband and all. But I'm very surprised because since I'm coming here, I met all those ladies from the Picaton, you know? You know this uh, running Pinkerton. So yes, the Pinkerton. Is, trying, yes. Pinkerton. So I was trying to introduce this movement in my city in Geneva because I'm very impressed to see and to meet all those ladies because I meet them quite regularly in Mumbai. And they are all like busy women, but they're taking care of themselves. They're taking care of the family, but they're also taking care of some career or some goals so i think evolution is there it's it's very good to see interesting to see and you're doing so well you're so active even i would say you're more active than we are <laughs> i think so in so in your country what kind of uh, i mean there is uh, the women out there are they uh, i mean if you were to compare the women or talk about the women in your country what would you tell me about them? I think you are more involved into what you are doing. You are, and you are more active. This is the word. You are more active. I can see this here every day. I'm very impressed. What is next on your plate? Hmm. I know you said you talked about your project, your project that you want to do. Uh, about for the arts and the uh, the thing, but what else makes you happy and makes you want to? There's something on your bucket list that you want to do in the near future. Well, uh, it's quite simple. What makes me ha happy is when I can dance and see some smiles on faces. It's it's very easy, you know, like because when you give give a smile you get thousand smiles in return. So it's very easy to be happy. And sometimes I feel sad because so many people, they don't feel happy. But they have everything to be happy. Just you have to maybe give some time, tiny things. You don't need to give that much. But everyone should be happy because, see, we all been through this uh, COVID situation, so it was quite difficult for everyone all over the world, but we are still there, we are still alive, we still can do many, many things. So what is on my plate? Well, uh, first I will have to go back to my country, which, <laughs> which is a bit difficult, I have to admit. After one month here, I feel, uh, well, I'm happy to see my family, of course, and my friends. But it's going to be quite difficult for me to leave my country because I consider India as my country as well. So 
it will be difficult but then i want to continue my my of course my dance activities my shows and build some social uh, work this is what makes me happy because just to give classes and to earn money through this i'm not that interested anymore so i prefer to give my time to kids to poor communities or even to old people because sometimes old people we forgot about them and we shouldn't do this because Amazing. those old people tomorrow we will be old also tomorrow it's exactly us. it will be you it will be me so we wouldn't like to stay in a home without seeing anyone you see <laughs> because we all grow old one day and that's exactly what my my first book was about so anyway so anything you want to share before i say thank you to you anything you want to ask or anything you want to share no i'm well what i want to say i'm just very thankful to you to your beautiful country and to my mom and my kids you know i'm able to come here well almost every year now this time it has been two years i won't, i won't uh, was not possible for me to come but from now i can guarantee you i will come more and more and i will build this uh, social project and i will see you again of course very soon <laughs> oh that's fabulous i'm really looking forward and uh, i wish you all the best i wish you a safe journey home and uh, Thank you. have a wonderful life and come back soon Thank you so much. Thank you for this nice interview. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. And pi milenge. Oh, absolutely. Jaldi milenge is the word to say. Jaldi milenge. Daro. Bilkul. Yeah. Thank you so much, Afiala. Have a safe journey home, as I said. Take care of yourself. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to talk to me about your life, I'm waiting. connect with me on hiramehta13 at gmail.com and until next time namaste